to dark with Mark. Have you fuck up yet? Good morning. How are you guys doing this morning? Very happy Canada Day today, July 1st. Uh, we entering into the second part of the year right now. And um, what have you done on the first part of this year? I am absolutely grateful um, that my parents, my father decided to go to Canada. Um, I don't know if you know, but I'm born in Haiti, uh, poorest country in the world. And um, my dad uh, studied in, abroad in different countries and decided that he's gonna um, is gonna move to Canada and study there. And then met my mom. And um, actually, this is probably one of the biggest uh, chance that I've got uh, to grow up into such a beautiful country, a country where where that. Um, I mean, people in Canada are so nice, you know, like we say like Canadians are nice and uh, that's, that's pretty much like a general consensus like around the world. Um, this is one of the reasons why you're traveling with a Canadian passport. Uh, you can go pretty much everywhere. Um, I don't recall that I need to apply for any type of entry into any countries. So I'm extremely grateful. Uh, to be Canadian and uh, and to call Canada uh, my country and to call myself a Canadian. Um, if you are aware of the political um, challenges that we have from my hometown, Quebec City, uh, and the province where I am, Quebec, and the rest of the country, um, now there's a lot of history behind that, which I'm not going to get into right now. But I believe that is that is not recognizing the what we've got as a country and the possibilities of what we have. And that is only when I started traveling abroad that I truly realized the chance that we have to be Canadian. So uh, I want to take this occasion to truly um, express my gratitude for this absolute beautiful country. I'm so proud to be there. I, I'm going to fly there on vacation and, and go to Quebec and uh, enjoy like, some part of the summer there. I believe that there's no better place than Quebec City in the, in the world in summertime. Uh, it's such a beautiful place. And I'm so, so grateful to go there uh, on vacation with my family and enjoy that. I hope that uh, you had a great weekend. Uh, this is a long weekend. If you're in Canada, it's a long weekend. Um, for the rest of the world, I have no idea. I mean, but that's the beginning of the vacation. That's for sure. Summer vacation for the kids. Uh, my daughter already had like one week off, and uh, she's just she's just like so happy. And uh, as I mentioned last week, I was. Um, uh, man, John, I just missed you, man. If uh, 
if you would have stayed there, we would have seen each other. But isn't it a beautiful place or what? Um, and then the first, the first 10 days, like 15 days, like during the first 15 days of the month, there's always a festival, which is called the uh, Festival International de Musique, uh, Festival de Quebec. And like you, we've got like, I've seen some groups, some, some bands there that I would have never seen otherwise. I'm not a I'm not a big fan of going to concert and stuff like that, but I love those type, those type of concert. Like I really love it. I love to be there, love to enjoy it, um, and and yeah, like it's it's one of the festivals where the the artists really love to come. Uh, they said they're really well treated. They said that the crowd is absolutely amazing, and um, and I have to testify that yes. It's, it's wonderful, wonderful. Yes, beautiful people, beautiful city, culture. John, every politician in the world need to uh, have a, a work on their mindset. But remember, we have to remember as well, like what, what is everything behind that machine that that politics and when you start like digging into it and start like reading about what politics is and and who's pulling you know the strings they don't have that much uh power it's it's an illusion but that's for another another time um so i i wanted to take this time like to to really say um, happy Canada Day, enjoy this long weekend, just make the best out of it. But what I want to talk about today is I want to talk about the odds to be who you are. Gary V says that we have 14 trillion to one to be who you are. 14 trillion. The odds are 14 trillion to one. I don't know if you can even like envision that. Uh, it's it's beyond our comprehension. But the fact that you are who you are, it's an absolute blessing. So I'm going to tie this up to some of the study that we've been, we've been doing during the weekend. And my wife and I had a beautiful study session yesterday where that we kind of challenged as well our, our thinking and our our current reality and our current state of thinking. And it brought us to a whole different place. And that is what I want to talk about today. What if you have been chosen? What if like you, you've been chosen to do something special? It's like, yeah, but Mark, like, you know, I'm born in this condition and we don't have any money. It is all part of it. Like there are some things that you need to learn along the way. And that is part of it. But what if you have been chosen? And all of the condition and circumstances that you've been put on is designed to bring the best out of you so that you can accomplish and you can help other people 
to accomplish what and and help and and make this world a better place what if it is the case because if there's 14 trillion to one that you are who you are what are you doing with it what are you doing with your life what is what is the purpose of you being here and i know for some of you like right now what i'm going to talk about uh it's just going to and you might just like get out it's all right but this is why i'm always coming back on gratitude like are you grateful for what you have are you grateful for being who you are are you grateful that you've been chosen to accomplish that great purpose that great life like yeah but mark man if you if you would see my my condition if you would see like where i am right now yeah i know but it's still 14 trillion to one so it cannot be just like um it cannot be just by chance i i i don't buy that i don't buy that i believe that everybody has a purpose i believe that your goal is to find your purpose as to make sure that you are aligned with that purpose and then you get the best out of your life and if you're capable of doing this what's going to happen is you're going to start inspiring people around you and then there's more people that is going to come into that and then there's like this is this ripple effect that start to happen but i want to read you like what we've been studying this weekend which is like very very deep shit so if you don't get it like just write down into the comment box say something and i'll help to i'll help you to figure it out okay so the danger is in not sufficiently realizing our own richness and in looking upon the externalized product of our creative power as being the true riches instead of the creative power of spirit itself now let me repeat that because like maybe some of you are already lost the danger is not sufficiently realizing our own richness so this is what I say, the odds on your side, because you are already rich. Yeah, but Mark, I don't have, I don't have the money. I don't have the car. I don't have the job that I want. No, because like, this is what he says here. And if looking upon the externalized product of our creative power as being the true riches, that means that you start to look at the outside you start looking at what you have in terms of material possession you start looking at the job you have your status as what being rich is that is not the case the true riches is realizing that you are already rich and that you have the creative power from spirit now what is spirit okay that's another one spirit like, let's make it very simple. Spirit is movement. Spirit is movement. Spirit is energy. 
So you already are a creative power because you are energy, you are movement, and you already have that riches inside of you. So that creative power within, so the ability to create on command just like that, that is the true riches. So what you need to do is you need to connect to this. And from the moment you start connecting to this, now the odds on your side. This is one of the reasons why it's 14 trillion to one. You're part of the creation. I love like what Bob says once. He said, if you wouldn't be there, the universe would be incomplete. It's just like, whoa, that is deep. So you need every single one of us here is needed in order to make a complete, a complete, like to be complete. It's like, yeah, but, but I lost my father. Like, so that means that, no, that was part of it. And there was some messages there that was there for you to, to learn. And then it's about like taking this and see like what, what you're getting out of it and move it. Like movement, like spirit is always moving. It's energy, it's movement. So it's always moving. Mike Davis is in the house, prime time. How you doing, my brother? Realizing that we are, we have the creative power from spirit. It's so profound. It is. That's exactly what it is. So I'm going to go back. So the error is to not sufficiently realizing our own richness. And in looking upon the externalized product of our creative power as being the true riches instead of the creative power of spirit itself. So some people's going to call spirit God, and you can call it this way. To me, it doesn't really matter what brand you put it into it. But you've got to realize that the true, the true power, the true creative power is spirit itself. So it's not you who's doing the thing. It goes to and through you. So you're utilizing from God, you're utilizing from spirit, from the universe, from the infinite intelligence, call it whatever you want to call it. And it goes to and through you to move into form. So when you realize that you already are rich because you're already connected to the source, what you need to do is you need to let it happen. So this is why I said like the odds on your side. So that's the first thing. Now, if we avoid this error, there is no need to limit ourselves in taking what we will from the infinite storehouse. If we're avoiding the error of not realizing our own richness of the creative power of spirit itself, we, there's no need to limit ourselves in taking what we will from the infinite storehouse. So you can take whatever you want. There's no limit. All things are yours. 
all things are yours. So the odds on your side, this is what I said. What if the odds are on your side? The odds are on your side. And with, if we avoid this error, is by realizing the true wealth is you want to identify yourself with spirit. You want to identify yourself with the movement. If you prefer, you want to identify yourself with God. You must be opulent in your thought. Now, what is opulence? That's a good question. And I mean, like we we thought about this, and this is one of uh, one of my great friends, and I can call it a mentor because he's he's like great into his study and and how much like he take this and he bring this to a, another level. But he said that opulence is luxurious wealth in abundance. Wow, I was like, okay, I love that. So you've got to think opulence. You've got to think luxurious wealth in abundance. You've got to think largely, generously, liberally, or freely if you prefer. And you will find that the means of realizing this thought will flow to you from all quarters. So just by thinking about opulence, by connecting yourself with that spirit of opulence, so the spirit of opulence is perpetual movement of luxurious wealth in abundance. So connecting yourself with this, it's going to come from all sides to you. And it's going to come whether as money or as a hundred other things not to be reckoned in cash. So you can have wealth. And I'll give you an example that happened to me this weekend. So I'm going to play golf. And uh, and the person I was with uh, just just decided like he's gonna pay for me. I was like, wow, this is cool. So I was like, okay, so I'm I'm gonna buy like something, you know, I'm gonna buy something to have a souvenir from this. So I buy a cap. The cap is seventy five bucks, U.S. dollar for a hat. And uh, and then for a second I was like, am I gonna buy a hat for five, for seventy five bucks? As I say. You know, I just, I just got, I just got um, offered a round of golf for free. Like, you're not going to look up on 75 bucks. I mean, come on. So, but that's the paradigm coming. Now, if you're not familiar with paradigm, paradigm is a mental program that has exclusive control over your habitual behavior. So my habitual behavior from the way I've been programmed about money when I was a kid, like was coming back and was telling you like you're not gonna pay seventy five bucks for a cap. I mean, are you crazy? So then my friend just said, like, yeah, you know, it's like you have discount. He says you can give him a discount, you know, that's uh it's a friend of mine, blah blah blah. So the cashier gave me a discount and then charged my credit card. Now, if you're not familiar about like US dollar and pesos. It's 20 to 1. So she charged me in pesos, which like was about 65 bucks with the discount. She charged me 65 pesos. Now, do you know how much is 65 pesos? It's about 
So it went from $75 to $3. That is abundance. And if you're not connected to that, now she made an error and then we caught the error and then like I paid the difference. But that is abundance. You got to be able to realize that because it's not going to come just in money. Right? If you think this way, you will find that the means of realizing this thought will flow to you from all quarters. It's going to come from everywhere, whether as money or as a hundred other things not to be recon in cash. Hmm. And because we have this opulent thinking, now all of a sudden you start you start seeing things. You start seeing like that people are giving you stuff, that you're getting discount, that you're getting a extra thing. Like we just went to a restaurant as well on Friday, and uh, just beautiful place. Just being there, and and being able to enjoy this place, I it was. It was worth it, like, you know, 500 bucks for that night. Cost less than 100. Like, we drank wine and tequila and had, like, you know, a huge table with a lot of food on it. I ate way too much, tell you that. But that is what opulence is. Now, let me tell you another story about my daughter. I mean, my daughter has that opulent thinking uh, because that's the way she's raised. That's, that's the paradigm we're forging in our mind. And, and she needs, she knows she needs to earn her own money. Now she's seven, okay? She needs to earn all, her own money if she wants to buy stuff. I'm not paying things, especially like some, you know, BFF stuff, like, which, I mean, she has a million of it. She doesn't need one of that. So if she wants to buy those, she needs to earn her own money. So, we live on a golf course, so like she's picking up the golf balls that are flying into our backyard, which is happening all the time, and uh, and then like she she cleans them and then she go and sell them. So she just made in her mind, I'm gonna I'm gonna clean, I'm gonna get some money today, right? So as as she goes there, she goes at the place where that normally like the cart, the golf carts are passing by. And she asked, like, how much should I sell this this uh, this package of golf? Like, 500 pesos, which is about, like, 25 bucks. I was like, uh, that's, a, that's a little bit, that's a lot. You know, you should sell it for 300. And she's like, no, 500. I was like, well, whatever. But, like, maybe you're not going to sell them. So we pass by by car and see it, and she's there. Like you know, with her, her nanny, and uh, and then we, we we come back. As we coming back, there's a car there, and the uh, the guy is buying the balls from her, bought all the balls from her, and didn't have change. So he paid 500 pesos. Now she had that in her mind that she's gonna sell this for 500 pesos, right? She had a, a package of 30 balls. Now there's someone now so she got her 500 pesos which that was what she put into her mind now she was 
she was there and someone from the condos which are in that area gave her about 500 balls so not only she sold the balls that she had but she came back with 500 more balls that is abundance because now with all those balls she can make probably another 200 200 dollars you have to think abundance you have to think opulence and if you do think this way money's going to come just like that fascinating i was laughing when i saw that start laughing my wife and i look at each other and say mhm that's what i call entrepreneurship realizing our true self is spirit and consciousness not the idea believes and mental construct of the mind realizing our true self and spirit is spirit mhm and consciousness not the ideas maybe you have to clarify this john i'm missing something there it all starts with the mind absolutely now as we're reading this by the way uh this text is from the hidden power by thomas troward um now like look this is this is the way we read this is the uh the type of work that we do when we're reading this type of text because there's so much in it and you've got to read this over and over and over again i mean the first time i read this i was like what the what nonsense is that and this is just craziness and what the heck but the more you're reading it and you try to read in between the line what is he trying to say with this and putting question marks pretty much everywhere and questioning your own thinking vis-a-vis that because if you are if you are staying in the place you are and I love what Buckminster Fuller is is saying is like he's saying that you cannot change the existing model by thinking the same way you've got to create a new model that makes the old obsolete the old model obsolete and how do you do that is by challenging your existing model you challenge the existing model you look at it it's like you know what let's let's create a new model let's create something different let's try let's try to 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 take a different approach towards it and when you start doing it wow like you start seeing things and you have a better comprehension we can consciously think abundance mark but what does it really take to allow to move us into the inspired action hmm it's a good question let me repeat we can consciously think abundance yes but what does it really take to allow to move us into inspired action i think i think desire that's that's really the key you you got to have that very strong desire that's going to challenge the paradigm because the paradigm the goal of the paradigm is to keep you into um your current state of affair 
your current paradigm is to keep you where you are right now. That's what the goal of the paradigm, keep you in the comfort zone, not changing anything. So you need to have a desire which is strong enough to challenge that love of ease. Because if you are after the love of ease, you will never move forward. Okay, so desire is the key. So every time that you're thinking about something, every time that you, you, you want something, ask yourself that question. Is the desire strong enough? Do I really want this? Okay, and this is one of the things that we're teaching. When we are when we are teaching this, like we're always setting like huge, massive goals. Because those goals need to be stronger than your love of ease, needs to be stronger than your current paradigm. And if because if you if if the if your desire is not as strong as the paradigm, you're never going to move into action. Okay. Now, I want to tie this up with gratitude and just show you how those two are getting together. So... The good things you already possess have come to you because of certain laws. Right? We already established that, right? There's, there's a law of gratitude. We talked about this last week. And the natural principle that action and reaction are always equal in the opposite direction. That is the law of gratitude. Okay? So we talked about that last week. But gratitude would lead your mind out along the ways by which things come. Gratitude will lead your mind out along the ways by which things come. So basically, gratitude is going to connect you from spirit. It's going to connect you to spirit. And it will keep you in close harmony with creative thought and prevent you from falling into competitive thought. This is one of the challenges that we have is we've been conditioned to live into a competitive world like oh I'm better than you and I have better grades that you have and uh, you know if you have I cannot have I mean it's really funny like I'm talking about Canada if you see people in Canada which are um, like you know the neighbors getting a, a new a new lawn like mowing lawn or a, a new car well, the other neighbor wants to change his car too. He wants to change the, his new, his new wheat either and all those things. And he wants to have the machine as well. It's, it's, it's freaking crazy. But that is coming from that competitive programming that we receive from the moment we were kids, right? Gratitude alone can keep you looking toward the infinite and prevent you from falling into the error. Of thinking that the supplies of riches is limited. Now, if I go back to the other text that I was reading earlier, if we avoid this error, there's no need to limit ourselves in taking what we will from the infinite storehouse. See how those two are intertwined? Let me repeat what I just said. 
in the beginning. Gratitude alone can keep you looking toward the infinite and prevent you from falling into the error of thinking that the supply of riches is limited. The other one, if we avoid this error, which basically it's realizing that our own richness is based on the external product, there's no need to limit ourselves in taking what we will from the infinite storehouse. I mean, this is so beautiful how those two are getting together. But it all starts with this feeling, this deep feeling of gratitude. And this is where I want to go with this. What if the odds were on your side? Are you grateful for even being alive? Are you grateful for being you? For having this opportunity to be on this planet? To have been chosen to do what you're doing? Because without you, what you're doing would not be the same. That is how profound and how important gratitude is. Gratitude will keep you connected to the source of supply. What he says here, which I really, really love. The value of gratitude does not consist solely in getting more blessings in the future. So you can think about getting more and be grateful for what you're going to get in the future. Without gratitude, you cannot keep from being dissatisfied with things as they are. So if you're not grateful, like for what you already have, you start looking at what you have and you start complaining, which I see people doing this all the time. The moment you permit your mind to dwell with dissatisfaction upon things as they are, you begin to lose ground. You fix your attention upon the common, the poor, the squalid, and the mean, and your mind takes the form of these things. And I'll tell you why later on. You will then transmit these forms or mental images to the formless. Thus, the common, the poor, the squalid, and the mean will come to you. So you got to be grateful for what you already have. This is why I say, you know, the odds are on your side. So why are you even complaining about anything? To permit your mind to dwell upon the inferior is to become inferior and to surround yourself with inferior things. Then, but if you fix your attention on the best, is to surround yourself with the best and to become the best. Not, not the best against another person, the best version of yourself. That is what you need to do. The creative power within us makes us into the image of to which we give our attention. That is very, very important. The creative power within us makes us into the image of that to which we give our attention. We are thinking substance and thinking Thinking substance always takes the form of that which it thinks about. Have you ever thought to yourself about being a thinking substance? You are energy. So substance in this book is the same thing that spirit in the other book. It's movement. So you are thinking movement. And thinking movement always takes the form of that which it thinks about. 
This is so good. The grateful mind is constantly fixed upon the best. Therefore, it tends to become the best. It takes the form or character of the best and will receive the best. Isn't it what you want? So why do you not have this grateful attitude all the time for everything you want? Also, faith is born of gratitude. The grateful mind continuously expects good things and expectation becomes faith. Now, I love the definition of faith from Clarence Smithson, which he says that faith is the ability to see the invisible, to believe in the incredible, and this will permit you to receive what the mass consider as impossible. And if you listen to, if you listen correctly to that definition of faith, there's no brand attached to it. So it applies to everybody, it applies to all religion, applies to anything that you want but you need to have a you need to have faith you need to have faith in yourself you need to have faith into what you're going to do and the way you are developing faith is by being grateful by being grateful for everything that you have already and everything that is coming into your life the reaction of gratitude upon one's own mind produces faith every outgoing wave of grateful thanksgiving increases faith so if you are happy and grateful for what you already have you are just increasing your faith because you're bringing more into your experience the person who has no feeling of gratitude cannot long retain a living faith without a living faith you cannot get rich in the creative method so creating method is you're in charge of creating what you want into your experience It is necessary then to cultivate the habit of being grateful for every good thing that comes to you, to give thanks continuously. And because all things have contributed to your advancement, you should include all things in your gratitude. Man, it's so good. So, so good. So that was the study we did yesterday. And we spent about an hour discussing about that and going back and forth into those texts and i tell you like my wife was like and basically and when i say those things you know she's challenging me she's not just like buying it it's like okay so why why is that and this is what you've got to do i'm not saying that you should take everything i'm saying right now and just like swallow it like a, a good follower because you've been conditioned this way pound over it think for yourself play with the words look at how that you can apply this into your experience and see if this works for you or not if it doesn't work don't use it but look if you are grateful what would happen in your life what would be the little change that you could experience in your life that my friend is power what are some great ways for us to connect with gratitude is there a way for us to be grateful at all times can you recommend any exercise or habits we can create well the best exercise is 
in the morning, like just take a moment to be grateful, to to list things that you're grateful for. Like personally, I do like 10, 12. That's about like the amount of things that I'm grateful for. And most of the time, what you will realize is you're going to have some which you will repeat all the time. It's going to be the same ones. Like, for example, when I'm grateful for my family, I'm grateful for my sales team. I'm grateful for my friends. Like those things I repeat every single day. Why? Because they're true. Right? Are you grateful for your health? Are you grateful for like a beautiful cup of coffee again? Like, things of that nature. And then you might have had a situation yesterday or this week that brought to your attention and then it's like, you know what? Like maybe I should I should be grateful for that because it was great in my life. And this exercise alone will tune you up, will atone. So what it does is it's like it, you let go of the things which are not working so good because your attention, and if I repeat that, which is really, really important, the creative power within us makes us into the image of that which we give our attention. So do you want to give your attention on the things that goes wrong? Or you want to give your attention on the good things that you have in your life? That is what gratitude is going to do for you. So I hope that this uh, little session have been inspiring you. Remember, the odds are on your side. What are you doing with us? those odds? And use the proper tool to put yourself into a position to continue bringing into your experience the, the, the most beautiful thing. And it's just by being grateful you'll be able to do that. Thank you for your time, guys. I wish you a spectacular week. And um, make the best out of it. Actually, make the best out of today. Because as far as we know, today is the only thing that you have. Cheers. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please write a review and subscribe to never miss a future episode of After Dark with Mark. As well, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and YouTube at Mark Jospitre.